Welcome to Comically Inclined! I am Danny Stewart, your editor-in-chief for ComicallyInclined.com and the host for this show. And I am Blake Hickman, the digital media director, co-owner of Comically Inclined. Are we waiting on me to do a cool intro? Well, you can just say hi, Jeff. Uh, hey, everybody. On the show today, we have Mr. Jeff uh, drawing up Fountain. Jeff Fountain. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, oh, good. Coming all the way from Saturday Night Nerds. Jeff, what's up, brother? Oh, it's a beautiful Wednesday night. We've been tossing around this idea of me hopping on for a few months, and I'm happy to be here finally. Well, we are glad to have yeah. you here, honestly. Sure. Oh, man. So how's y'all's Wednesday been? A Wednesday. It's been a hump day for all y'all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been a pretty good Wednesday for me. I I was, uh, I, had, I don't know, man. I was just knocking shit out all day today. I about knocked out in a meeting today. <laughs> yeah, is that bad? <laughs> oh, that man. is fantastic. Well, we've got some pretty cool nerd stuff coming up on the show today. We have the season finale for The Last of Us to talk about. Uh, Mandalorian just dropped a new episode today. We also have uh, our top five times that a show went too hard. But before we get into all of that, Blake, you want to give us some news? Let's fire up the rumor mill. So, number one on the list, Michael Waldron. Uh, he's the one that wrote Loki season one. He also wrote uh, Multiverse of Madness, uh, putting out stuff that all of us like. We can't really complain a whole lot on. Well, he is now signed up for writing Secret Wars. So, that's a pretty big, you know, in movie for our multiverse phase. And, I mean, he must have done something pretty impressive, you know, for them to give that to him. And uh, I think he's, I think he's going to be pretty capable of writing it. I think it's going to be a great film. I mean, Multiverse of Madness wasn't quite what we expected it, but it was still great. Uh, in Loki season one, by far to me, is still my number one favorite Disney Plus season that's been put out. So I think it's going to be good. Uh, Billy Rhodes is in the chat. Billy, what's up? Uh, he said he thought we were doing top five foods. Was I think that was a couple of weeks ago. We decided that, and then in the interim, we changed it. I apologize, yeah. Billy. Uh, but again, top five shows that went too hard. Uh, Michael Waldron certainly got the chops to tell a story similar to Secret Wars. He was a Yo. he's one of the main writers on uh, Rick and Morty. Um, he, he you know that kind of tells the narrative of alternate reality versions of things mm -hmm. coming together. And um, you know we've certainly seen multiple Ricks fighting, multiple uh, gods, uh, different characters just showing up, uh, throwing down. So I think he's got the chops for it. And then you know we've got Loki, which and he is did Hills. I don't know if y'all watched Hills. Uh. -uh. I've it was that. um hills was about literally that wrestling hills it had um steven emil from the green arrow heels i yeah <laughs> i it's I'm funny the, i'm sorry I'm, I'm from alabama originally so <laughs> i'm like h's and wh's they all sound the same where i, I come I from we're probably going to talk a lot alike then jeff that, like, <laughs> the hills have eyes like what are we talking about but no heels yeah Great uh the... movie, but no heels yeah huh. i got you but he wrote okay. that as well. Check yeah, and I've heard, I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things for it. And it, I'm, a, it is I'm a really good. I'm a big fan of like '90s era wrestling, uh, and, and they, that's they, basically you know. what it is. That or that the '80s coming into the '90s is kind of where you get that vibe from in the whole entire hmm. series. Where can you stream that on? It is on. I'm glad you asked. See, what was stars? Yeah. Okay. 
and I think Hulu, oh, yeah, if you have the premium, one of the premium subscriptions that has stars included, mm-hmm. you can get it there. I think they have a stars channel on Prime too. So they do. Yes. I think it's like another what three ninety nine or something like that on Amazon. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> think so. All right, number two. What? Billy, I love everything pre-typed. I'm still doing foods. Sounds good, Billy. (laughs) Still reading. Let's make it interesting. Yeah, (laughs) we'll be like from Billy's list of top five foods. Uh, (laughs) And it was fictional foods too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, Yeah. My Uh, my number one was anime meat for sure. Just that like uh, the generic chicken bone with a bunch of meat on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Uh, Number two on the list, we've got uh, What If Season 2. We went from getting a 2023, uh, early 2023 release date. So we're three months in 2023. We haven't seen anything. So now it has been changed online to just coming soon. Uh, So I'm not sure what the pushback is or why or even when. So unfortunately, that's not something we'll be getting any day now like we thought we were going to. Jeff, you want to comment on that? I think that's standard standard, right? Standard. They give us a release date, and they're like, oh, wait, hang on. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was just messing with you, fellas. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. I don't think to date we've actually had an original release date stay the no. same in the MCU. Even <laughs> like Black Panther 2 was promised to us three separate times before they actually released it on Disney+. Plus. So, I mean. That's yeah. valid. It did get a lot of reshoots. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a, it has become kind of par for the course. Everything that um, yep. that we get um, ends up having the release date moved. And I guess they're just getting us used to it, you know. Prepare yeah. for uh, for having your – Yeah, disappointment. Uh, don't get your expectations too high. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's whenever, you know, they deliver something on time that just blows your mind, you know, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, at least it's Eventually. something that if it's not on time, we're, we're still usually pretty impressed with it overall. It's not like a DC thing where it's delayed, 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 and then you still hate it. So, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> from what I, from what I understand, and I don't want to dip too far into also this, but for the course, um, Ant Man Two is apparently just or not Ant Man, Aquaman Two is apparently just like the worst thing ever put on yeah. film. So, <laughs> I heard yes, the whole movie is going to get a reshoot and a rewrite. Yeah, Man. do you think there's any saving that? Honestly, if they're gonna save it, they might as well bring in the Marvel team to rewrite it for them. <laughs> like, hey, Marvel, throw us a problem here and like help us out. Well, here's my thing: it's like uh, if they're gonna reshoot and rewrite the entire film, and uh, basically the entire cast is already like out the door um, mm-hmm. as far as making this movie. They're like, well, this movie's trash, and I don't want to be a part of it, uh, any of this anymore. And and now they're gonna reshoot and refilm the entire movie. Do you think it's gonna get better? <laughs> no, I think it's one of those they need to put on the shelf and never talk about. Put it right next to Batgirl. Oh, man. Apparently, that's where it is. <laughs> and it's from what I heard, it was that one was actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, it did have Oscar, uh, Best Picture Actor, uh, Oscar winner, Brendan Fraser as Firefly. It's true. So. It's true. Dude. But I don't all know the more reason see. to stick it out there because it has Brandon Fraser in it. So, it, therefore, it has the name and the star power to move it. Because it's motherfucking Brandon Fraser. Yep, they yeah. can't though. Now they accepted a uh, they accepted a tax uh, write off yep. that made gave them more money than the film was projected to make. And uh, what if that's the actors got them. money from that? I'm sure they got some payment off to, of surely. it. Yeah, from it, for time and f money 
I mean, the yeah. time that they had to put into it where they could have accepted other projects. It certainly voided their uh, percentage of sales uh, contracts. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, because if they weren't getting something, you know, they'd be wanting to release a little clip as they got on their phone of the filming. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it would have been some uh, some magic, what they did for what Deadpool when it first came out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Ryan about that Reynolds the other was day. was like, oh, what about this? And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, shit, now we have to make the movie. When he's <laughs> like, unfortunately, someone leaked the um, opening scene we created on the internet, and um, <laughs> I don't condone it. But uh, check it out. <laughs> yeah, before they take it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, we see you riding rides. Yeah. And, God, I'm glad that happened. Uh, oh, yeah. Dead, I was just re-watching the Deadpool movies, and it's still, even even now knowing Deadpool's in, coming into the, uh, MCU. the MCU, those movies are so good. They like, are. Out of everything Fox <laughs> they really made. Are. Out of, <laughs> it, it's that and Logan. Oh, well, no. they gave us the source material. Right. So it's yeah. not like they just pulled something magically out of the air. Like, like yeah, Multiverse of Madness is... That's really based on the comic book, but the stories are tweet to give you what you got. Whereas with Deadpool, he kind of was like, hey, here's the actual story from the comic book. Here you go. Hmm. I'm going to well, send a... Uh, so I don't know if this comes automatically or not. Uh, but I saw it whenever I was at uh, Saturday Night Nerds last night. Um, you have to approve StreamYards uh, through your Facebook in order to leave comments. So I'm you going, do. yeah, and I'm yep. going to uh, comment that so that, um, and I don't even know where the link is for that. But I'm going to put that in the comments real quick. Hey, is Ben not on here? I've not seen Ben pop up yet. Hey. Ben Dover, I know him. Yeah, well, that's his other name, but yeah, Ben Stewart, our uh, human relations specialist and fact checker extraordinaire. But he again, he may not human be... relations. Yeah. Hey, hey, fun fact. So there's actually an officer, or he used to be an officer for Sox. I don't know if he still is. His name is Ben Dover. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Um, I think when I met him, he was a captain in the Air Force. That was his name too. <laughs> oh man, somebody's parents really hated him. Oh, uh, I didn't know. You don't, you don't name that accidentally. <laughs> no, you you really don't. It's like I didn't they know. Both got drunk and they're like, we gotta really figure out a name for this kid. Oh, you know what'd be great? <laughs> I did know a guy when I was younger that was named Jack Daniels. Nice. That's kind of from cool, Kentucky, though. I bet too. Yeah. <laughs> well. Anyway, Blake. <laughs> Anyways, would that be Tennessee? Oh yeah, Tennessee. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Beam is Kentucky, I think. Jim Beam's Kentucky, you're right. Yeah, Most uh, bourbons are. Uh, let's see, next on the list. So, there is rumor that in Armor Wars, we may get John Berthold's version of the Punisher and the uh, War Machine outfit. And I am here for that. I'm all for it. Oh I support God. that 100%. Seriously. Like, that that would be insane. With but the it, uh, it makes Punisher a lot of logos. The new logos for the Punisher. I don't like the new logos of the Punisher. I don't neither, but that's what that's. I've seen both imagery out there from the uh, the fan point of view, some of the fan art. Mm -hmm. I've seen both. I didn't like the new one on it, but with the original, yeah. like mm -hmm. Punisher skull was. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. I, yeah. I've, I've never been a big fan, even in the comic book art of the new the new uh, change of the school. I mean, to yep. me, that's that's 
that's something that shouldn't be changed. I mean, it's been there for however long. I'm not sure what year the Punisher, you know, debuted. But, I mean, that's the Punisher school, man. I mean, you don't change that. Yeah, it's just they they chose to change it because their um the Punisher logo had become synonymous with certain hate groups. Um nineteen seventy-four. They decided to pull away from that. Um, the Punisher. That's a long time. And I, yeah. I get that, you know, but here's the deal, those hate groups chose to use that. That's not what that logo was created for. So why why not stand firm on what you created and what it stands for instead of adapting because someone perception decided to use it. perception the is thing is though. you have these people that have adapted it and they're using it to say that like this is that this the the Punisher character stands for what they believe in and it's just like shoot first ask questions later and all that stuff but if you know anything about the Punisher from the comics he's a deeply wounded human being who needs a lot of help and he's just taken to killing people instead of getting the help that he needs so um these people identifying as the punisher is the reason for why they're doing these things means that you know marvel wanted to take a stand to that and say like we're not okay with you guys saying that this character represents you um Where's we're no going thing. to change Did they the sue them? Is it copyrighted i mean if they really wanted to push them i, I don't know that they could necessarily sue every single person that slaps on on their truck uh yeah. that'd be a lot of lawsuits now um, if a group did come out and like and it was like a no kidding like social activist activist group saying look at us look at us then but yeah by all means then they could sue them yeah but um john bernthal did tell us at uh fan expo chicago that he prefers the the classic logo so we'll see yeah. uh next on list uh elizabeth Olsen. we've uh talked about this before she's kind of mentioned it but she's brought it back up how you know wanda's hero turned to you know uh multiverse villain her characters you know is it's done its thing that it needs to do for that storyline and that now that they really can do whatever they want with her character and that she really wants to see that character redeemed and not only does she want to see it redeemed but she actually wants to see that character involved in a lot more humorous uh with in a lot more humor actually in a lot more humorous things and scenes so yeah well it, it depends on how it's done um you know right. we saw the backlash for uh thor love and thunder um we've we've even seen some backlash for ant-man and the wasp quantumania um even though you know like collectively i think all of us in the on the show right now liked it a lot um but there's people have been kind of uh they're kind of over the need to like make every superhero a big joker or a big funny character put all this humor in the comics i think there's a time and a place for those things so um i love elizabeth olsen so whatever she wants to do i'll probably still love it Uh, i I don't want to say hey what's up deontay i'm glad you're joining us in the chat uh thanks for swinging by oh let's see what else uh michael gandolfini who's uh gonna be in morning uh morning series he says that uh we will. He actually stated this, I think, two days ago, that we will be seeing a lot of these Netflix fans are going to be thrilled that we'll be seeing a lot of these Netflix characters come into the MCU on the Born Again series. And that, that's going to be like the longest run series Disney Plus has put out. What Was it 18 or 22 episodes? 18, I believe. 18, yeah. Uh, so hopefully the, the Netflix stars that are returning are the ones that are worth returning. It's the ones that we want to see. Yep. And not, not some just random ones that we're just like, ah, you know. Yeah, Finn Jones is the one that I don't care to see come back. The rest of the Marvel Netflix yeah. characters I would love to see on screen. Yeah, he was the odd one out to me. Yeah, 
and and I don't know that it's necessarily his fault. I just uh, I, the writers, right? I just I think that that whole Iron Fist storyline has run its course, and I don't they they wasted two whole seasons and never gave him his full abilities. Nope. Uh, they've kind of lost me on on that version of Iron Fist. Uh, you know. Okay. It's yeah. It's one of my hi Jeff's wife, oh, my daughter, daughter. Hi Jeff's daughter. Sorry, you're at a distance. Um. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah so uh you know one of the biggest sins that superhero movies have given us over you know prior to the mcu is that you know you get a character and they'd spend the majority of the the movie not using their superpowers or abilities and that is pretty much exactly what the iron fist series was we got danny rand the iron fist never fully becoming the iron fist through two whole seasons and then losing the powers to somebody else and it was like what are we watching here what's sad is they did such a great job in season one of that like telling you how he got the powers but then it just completely squandered yeah and and then the other thing is like uh you see almost all of our other uh mcu properties really embracing the origins of the characters and then with the um iron fist series i guess the cgi for the dragon was too expensive so we just get no dragon whatsoever a lot of it had to do with Nobody knew who he was to begin with. A whole lot of people didn't know who Iron mm. Fist was. So it's kind of like you throw something out there and people don't know. Like if you're not familiar with the comic book or that subgenre from the MCU, you're not not going to have a whole lot of interest in it. Right. Which is sad because he does have is it is a good story. Shivam, it doesn't look like you need to join any kind of group. It just, uh, I, I know that there's a thing with StreamYard now. If you want to leave Facebook comments, you have to like go to like a link and then approve it. But it, we're seeing your comments, so you're fine. Uh, see, next on the list, uh, Stephen Young. Uh, you know, we talked about him last rumor mill, how he could be playing, uh, what was the rumor? Was it Hyperion? No. Uh, no uh, Century. Uh, yeah, Sentry. Yes. Yeah, so he actually spoke on this now, and he's actually going to be joining the cast on the Thunderbolts movie. And nobody still knows what character he's going to be playing, but he says that the intentions of the particular character that they wanted him to play were very clear, and that's exactly what drew him to be, agree to be in this film. I I was thinking about this the other day. I wonder if we're if he's going to be Taskmaster. I can see that. Hmm. I wonder if we're going to get a different Taskmaster in... Uh, thun- Thunderbolts that isn't the female Taskmaster that we got in um, uh, Black Widow, but is actually the more traditional uh, Taskmaster right. from the mm-hmm. comics. Huh. I don't know. I mean, also, it, it, I feel like this could go either way. He said that the intentions of this particular character they wanted him to play were very clear. That's what drew him to the film. You know, it could be a character that's going to be a continuation throughout multiple movies. And that's why he's like, yes, I'm in it. I'm down for this character. Or just like some of these characters or actors out here, you know, they're like, we don't want to be dedicated for 10 years to MCU. Maybe this is a character they presented to him like, hey, it's a one and done thing. You, you don't have to do these crazy workouts for 10 years to keep up this body. Uh, here's this row. He's like, sure, I'll do it. You know, it could go either way, really, with him. Yeah, but he he, he stays. He He's in pretty decent shape to begin right. with. So it's not like he's having to do a whole lot to be sure. in that kind of condition to be in one of those movies. So. Yeah. Hopefully it's not a winning done. I actually like him. So yeah, I, I, I like too. to see him stick around for a couple of movies. 
my other thought uh then i uh this is another thing that occurred to me and it's a little bit of typecasting but it makes sense but if they were um casting him as amadeus cho um now granted he's a little old because amadeus cho is a teenager in the the comics but um i would love to see maybe it be amadeus cho because his mother was introduced in age of ultron and then um he could become a hulk for the uh thunderbolts team hmm. actually that would like be kind of cool yeah, I actually like that. But I do think we're getting red, red Hulk. But... I don't think that's necessarily the case either. But beyond that, I can't really think of who they'd be casting him as. You think we'll get Harrison Ford as the Red Hulk in that movie? I think that's a done deal, is it not? I, is it? I, I think Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross is a done deal. I don't know that yeah. they'll necessarily do a transformation to Red Hulk. But I, I think that that they've speculated long enough. Uh, So probably i'm ready for it so our human relations specialist and fact checker extraordinaire ben is in the comments and the uh, head of our fan club uh taylor burton the sexy mountain man himself has joined us in chat as well say hey everybody oh blake's wearing his fact checker shirt i am i am everything i say tonight is going to be correct so nice uh loki season two we are still not getting a uh release date everybody's kind of playing out you know the disney plus series between star wars and marvel so they really don't like overlapping them you know and messing with the viewership on them so july 12th is what everybody's guesstimating and expecting that uh it makes more sense kind of in between uh uh, movie or shows actually that are out so man i hope I'm, i'm ready for it like Especially after we got that Ant Man two or Ant Man three uh, in credit scene, man, like give us some Loki. Loki is arguably one of the best things Marvel has put on film to date. Yes. Uh, so God, yes, please give me more. Uh, I'm ready for sure. Uh, see, Amy Pascal teases that fans will uh, have to wait a couple more years before the Miles Morales live action. But that's actually the closest thing to, you know, a confirmation of, hey, we're definitely getting miles and actually getting somewhat of a timeline on that. So in a couple of years, it's like we're going to get that miles live cinema uh, film that we're looking for. Hopefully, so Who, whoever ends up playing Miles Morales will make or break that. Yes, 100 percent. I would have to assume if we're a few years out from getting even getting miles on screen that they don't definitely don't have a cast and we probably yeah. don't know the actor. But right, no, right. Don't. And I'm, I'm hoping it's one of those where they're able to grab a young up and comer who can stick around for a little bit and play the character for three or four movies. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, Miles could be Spider Man for 10, 15 years in the MCU. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, and there's enough source material out there where you're never going to see the same thing twice. Yeah. You would never have to reboot just because there's that much source material out there. Well, I think just, if Amy reaches out to Kevin Feige for casting help for him, I think they'll be okay. Uh, but, you know, if they try to do it on their own without any of the MCU help, I feel like they could easily screw it up. <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time man. before Sony gets, or Disney gets fed up of having to work with Sony on uh, on uh, Marvel movies, and they just turn around and buy Sony, the entire company. That would uh, just be nice. Why uh, haven't just they get done the rights back. Why haven't they done it yet is the question. I think we've all kind of been at that point where they're like, when are they going to actually buy them? 
So, Blake, I don't know if you saw... Uh, yeah, dude, uh, Sony's kind of a big deal. Like, They're a huge Japanese company, plus a movie studio and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it—it um, it, that's going to be one of those like massive deals that's you know going to have to go through Congress or whatever before they can even make it happen. Yeah. And I'm but, sure that's like a good 15, 20 billion dollar deal. At least. Um, if it, I would just get the rights to all this stuff. That's all you really need. Yeah. Just it's Spider-Man, not really about the really. material. Well, no, because... the I think Sony also has Howard the Duck and a few others, so I'd have to look that up. But yeah, um, I don't know that there's necessarily anything else holding us up from uh, telling good Marvel stories, and I imagine they'll they'd be willing to negotiate a little more openly for Howard the Duck than they are for Spider Man. Uh, so I think that's the big one is is getting all the Spider Man properties back. Uh, but maybe you know five or six more. Sp- spider-man universe movies that sony releases that absolutely tank like morbius uh and they'll decide to sell it when does um, not speak of that yeah uh did you see where ben asked about the uh the dark side dark uh, seed, yeah or dark seed i did not yeah so uh today um uh zach snyder tweeted a like music promo image with a little bit of video and then it says something about dark side and then it says like april i didn't i don't remember what the dates were um but coming up there's some special thing he's gonna drop and they can't say what it is but get excited uh but it does it does mention dark side by name i think it's one of those where kevin Feige hasn't been in like getting attention here lately so, so like he's like oh my what happened to my snyder verse guys like why ain't nobody giving me attention let me drop this <laughs> that's, that's probably possible Oh, this is the El Bionarto movie will fix the Sony verse guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I, if we're getting like justice league two from like Zack Snyder and it's like, maybe like an animated feature or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. it's, I don't know. Uh, Billy Rhodes, uh, Fox still owns blade or I guess Marvel owns it yeah, now. Mar- they Marvel, Marvel has it now. It now. Yeah. Yep. Marvel does yeah. have that. Yep. Uh, see next on the list. So we, uh, we know that echo or I mean, I'm sorry that Charlie Cox is going to be an Echo because the people at D23 got a private showing and it showed the two of them teamed up together in the Echo uh, trailer that was uh, privately shown. Uh, but now uh, it's rumored and close to confirmation they, from the people who it came from that uh, Echo is actually also being in the Born Again series. So, And and that makes sense. It uh, does. I, At least I we think... know she's not going to get killed off. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, she will, but not till Born Again. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wish that now that they've confirmed that Vincent D'Onofrio is coming back as Kingpin, I really need to go back and find that guy on Facebook that told me like two days after that, that last episode of, uh, um, uh, Frick, what was that? Uh, Hawkeye aired mm-hmm. that, uh, Kingpin was definitely dead and they weren't going to bring him back and there'd be no reason to bring him back. Oh, he's yeah. Definitely yeah. Guy in the face. Right, and i was like uh, and i was like dude he's definitely coming back they killed him off screen he's not mm-hmm. dead and that actually yeah. happened in the comics like he got yeah. shot and he came back blind i remember and that this, i was like no no actually, no he, he came no, back no, bigger no. and badder and more pissed off yeah he got trained to be a ninja by the hand yep uh but yeah now i gotta go find that guy cite the article and be like listen here <laughs> dipshit tweet him he hasn't thought about it since and i've thought about nothing but <laughs> revenge will be more <laughs> so next on the list something that uh this is like 
I would say probably my number two, number three favorite series of Disney Plus and something I'm ready to see season two of, Moon Knight. Uh, we haven't heard a lot of yes. Moon Knight talk lately. Uh, now there's uh, rumors going around that Moon Knight season two is going to have a version of Kane in it. And I would love to sit there and see like a flashback or, or some uh, something back in the Egyptian times where we get, to, was it Ramatut? Uh, and yep. get that get maybe more of that version of Kang we see in some flashbacks or or something some other realms we go into uh that that would be pretty neat i think that would be cool and and i think with yeah ramatut the the, the ramatut version of Kang being egyptian moon knight's powers being based in Makes ancient sense. egypt uh, yeah i think that it would be interesting to see if maybe other like a previous uh avatar of Kanshu maybe that that Kang killed or uh, oh, something yeah. along those lines that would yeah. be good and that's why Kanshu just hates Kang because of that last avatar he killed that he was yep. in. And that's why he's like going to push Moon Knight to go after another variant of Kang or something like that. That that would be pretty yeah. awesome. I mean, we've got Kangs for days. Kangs for days. For, days. for years. <laughs> days on days on days. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if they wanted to run the next 30 years of Kangs, they probably could. If they wanted There's to enough of them. They exactly. needed enough of himself to do it. Yeah. Uh, let's see, producer of It's a Spider-Verse 2 uh, does say that this will be focused on the love story between Miles and Gwen. Uh, that's what the main focus on this whole movie is going to be, which we know there's already kind of love interest there. Didn't really know if that's what the main focus is going to be or just a part of that movie, but that, that is going to be one of the, the main parts of that film. So, And I think that the trailers did a pretty good job of showing that that was probably going to be the case, but it is it is fun to hear it confirmed. Uh mm -hmm. Uh, I I believe that that is a th was a thing in the comics for a minute. They were dating. Yes. Um, I do wonder with the whole obviously like the like multiverse army of Spider Man attack Miles at some point in the movie. We've seen that, and yes, that, uh, that has been shown in the trailer. Yeah, right. and he ends up fighting Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Uh, I wonder where Gwen's gonna fall on on that. I don't know. Uh, I really don't. And that, that's the other thing. I thought that most of the movie, I mean, obviously there's probably some romantic little things here and there, but I thought a lot of it was just going to be honestly jumping through all these multiverses uh, because, or spider verses as we call it, as they call it. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I wonder if they're going to come across any more Gwen Stacy's actually as they're hopping there's through a, there. There's a few of them out there. Yeah. So yeah. It wouldn't be unheard of for it, to, for her to pop up. You know, the pop up, pop down, whatever, as long as her back and neck isn't snapped, uh, should be fine. <laughs> as long as you don't go, don't go into that spider verse. So, uh, let's see. Uh, so we talked a few weeks ago about the Funko Pop release of a character named Kavori, uh, which is uh, a Native American, it looks like. Uh, and she had like some blue face makeup on her, uh, had like a beige color wardrobe with some blue blue and white stuff on it as well. And we really had no idea who it's going to be because this was not a comic origin character. Uh, so now it's been released about the story for this episode. Uh, it's going to be more uh, a toad of an episode where the Tesseract fell to Earth. And I could be saying this wrong, but it falls in the Haudenosaunee Confederacy before the colonization of America. And so I'm assuming it's going to probably give her some powers or, or something like that of that nature. Uh, but they're talking about that it looks like a, a lake it ends up being a gateway to, into the stars. So, huh. 
I, I do wonder if this is a story where colonization of the Americas never happened because there was somebody with a tesseract when the colonial oh, yeah. showed up. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. That would be really cool. Like, here, we have some smallpox-ridden blankets, and then she's like, here, you no longer <laughs> exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, WB finally released a statement of Superman Legacy and what it will be about. Uh, it is going to be uh, Clark Kent of Smallville and him dealing with his Kryptonian heritage and his ursine parents and friends around. So, God, if only there was another 12-season show that aired on the CW that told this entire story from beginning to end in a almost very convoluted uh, way that took way too long and we never saw Superman in his costume. Yeah, it was about eight seasons too long. <laughs> was it only 10 seasons blake yeah it's only 10 okay felt like 12 <laughs> again it was about eight seasons too long yeah, i can agree with that oh but uh, i'm really curious now who they might be getting to play a young young clark kent you know uh, I, I do wonder because they're saying we're getting a younger uh clark kent if that is we're not going to see him aged up at all uh it's right. just going to be He's going like to be a, Superboy like beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all have any uh, fan cast that y'all would love to see play a late teen uh, Clark Kent in this movie? Who's that kid that uh, plays Billy Batson in the Shazam movies? He'd be good. You think so? <laughs> I, yes, I do. Actually, he looks he looks a lot like Clark Kent. Uh, oh man. Um, yeah. yeah Smallville was on. Well, it was the WB network at the time. Uh, yeah. We saw the suit actually. We've never seen it on him. Right. Yeah. You get like. And we, I think we actually did see the Larry last episode of him flying through space, but all you got was like a red cape flapping. Asher Angel is the kid's name. Yeah. Hmm. I don't see them doing that, but he's, I mean, he's getting older. He's definitely. Actually, he's 20. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah. Right. Jeez. He looks like a teenager. And in... yeah. yeah. Google verse does not lie. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. I, I mean, if we're looking for a bigger, stronger version of uh, a, a a bigger, stronger teenager, you probably do have to cast somebody in their like twenties to be, you know, yeah. biologically that big. Yeah, true. But I don't know, dude. I just, I'm, I'm so, uh, whoever they cast uh-huh. is gonna have to be Superman for a while. Yeah. Like he's gonna he have, would have to go for at least five to ten years. For them to tell a full, the full gamut from Superboy up. I mean, yeah, and and that's that's what I'm thinking. Like, we need to get him in school, teenage Spider-Man, kind of like Tobey Maguire in the original Spider-Man movies. You know, he's a, he's a high schooler for the first half of the first movie, and then he graduates college or goes to college, and then he's mm-hmm. an adult. There's a second half, and he's like 35 the whole time anyway. Um, yeah, but I just uh. I don't know, man. Like, it, it, I'm thinking somebody in their like late teens, early twenties has got to be who we cast. Uh, Just don't go and get one of the Stranger Thing kids. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say that. I'm so tired of seeing them. Yeah, I'm so tired. Of maybe it. the kid that plays Will, and then Spy- uh, Superman can have that like stupid thumb shaped haircut, and that'll be good times. The Bieber cut. Like that's <laughs> yeah. what that's called. The Bieber. Is it? I don't know. I'm just. I I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I just. I can't. This is very similar to that Miles Morales question. Like, I don't know who you would put 
it, like it, it it really really depends on the role like i know who i'd like to see play an adult superman it's still henry cavill um <laughs> but as far as starting in his late teens early 20s or yeah. however old he's supposed to be I see some fan cast of people who are trying to figure it out. As someone said, uh, that Wolfgang Novogratz, Novogratz from from Stranger uh, Things, is and he? from also the new. Um, he's also in it. He's in. Uh, I think I think he actually he could actually Ghostbusters. Pull it off. Who is he in Stranger Things? Um, hang on. I turned to the Google verse for the yeah. answers. Yeah, Billy, I think that's a good fan cast. Yeah, the one that Ben said also—that's another one. I think. Oh, I'm thinking uh, Finn Wolfhard. Oh yeah, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, that's. Yeah, no, this guy's Wolfgang, uh, Novogratz, N O V O G R A T Z. Well, what's he known for? Novogratz. Yep. Found him. Uh, he's known for starring in Sierra Burgess as a loser. Yes, God, yes, and the half of it stuff. We probably never. He's he's really a no name. So no idea. What never, that is. I think he would be a perfect person for it. I think he should do a no name. What's What's Daniel Radcliffe doing, bro? <laughs> hey, you know what? No, no, no. You know what? Let me take, take this back. back. He's the new Wolverine. Give, give it. No, give it to him. If that means he's not playing in my Wolverine, then <laughs> that is okay. Give him Superman cast. Who that do that you want to see play Wolverine? Not Daniel Radcliffe, uh, apparently. Me personally, I want to see Jared Kesso. You want to see who? Jared Kiso Kesso. Oh, Kenny <laughs> from Letterkenny. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, Blake said that a couple of times. He'd like to see both that. They're five nine. They're both Canadian. Why the hell not? He's got uh, the build for it. I would like to see a younger Wolverine, and that way we have Wolverine along for what, what round for a while. I would like to see Taron Egerton play him. I love the fan art. I, I did too, actually. And he, fan he art like, looks... He tweeted that out himself afterwards. Yeah. Like, he's I... seen it and t- retweeted it. It was like, okay, I'm in. You know, something like that. He's like, I would do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe a relative a relative unknown like Hugh Jackman was when he got the part. Um, you know, teach Jim on... Has or, has teach light. Jim on Friday and then show up and record for Wolverine on, on Monday. Like... Yeah, uh, Billy Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine is a one of the strongest rumors. I wouldn't All even right. be mad. I think I. I mean, why not? Shit. <laughs> Blake, moving along. What else we got? Yeah, I don't even want to express my hate on that. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, uh, we have some Flash merch that is out, and it confirms major Justice League cameo. So we're probably going to get to see the Justice League maybe for at least a split <laughs> second. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, God! I think Zach Efron would be good as Wolverine too. I think Zach Efron would it. be a great Human Torch. Human Torch, yeah, I could see that. I'd say Zach Efron like five, ten years ago when he was still like skinny, mini, and like uh, a little guy. But Zach Before Efron's heroin? huge now. Before heroin and steroids, maybe. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, uh, man, that's this week I got on Rumor Reel. Y'all have anything to add to it? Anything I might miss? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that was uh, that's all the big news. Sounds good. Well, that's it for this week. These rumors are milled. So, Blake, have you seen the newest episode of Last of Us? Uh, I have. I fell asleep during the last twenty minutes of it. Shame. Okay. Jeff, did you watch it? 
Absolutely. I was about 15 minutes behind our live cast over at one Saturday Night Nerds. I, I do want to say, if you have not seen it and you're trying to avoid spoilers, turn away right. now. Um, yes. We are uh, we're going to be discussing the final episode of Last of Us. Uh, so if you've played the Last of Us video game, there are no surprises here. It pretty much follows the game to a T. Yep. Uh, it's still good. Um, I, I know that like Katrina, my wife, not a, has not played the game, and she said that it just felt really anticlimactic to her um, because she expected something bigger and broader and more explosive or, you know, something, uh, I guess. Uh, I guess uh, uh, Joel killing a hospital full of people wasn't climactic enough for her. And the leader of the Fireflies on top of it. Right. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't get that. I get that like this is Joel making a decision like his kid over over the rest of the yep. world and 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 that's oh, a decision that I think you'd have to be a parent to make. Yeah, yep. uh, I didn't get to see the scene where he walked through that hospital just slaughtering them. And I I'm like, "Yo, it got that. you so pumped. <laughs> Go watch it cuz it played out so beautifully." That was like Din Jaren just took off his Beskar armor and yeah. walked through a hospital and started wiping people yeah. out. That's what yes, that looked like. Exactly. And, and it was almost like that too. Yeah. Like, like cause uh, he's he's walking into rooms with other people with guns and then he's walking back out of the room and all those people are dead. It's like no no fear for his own life, just <laughs> straight gangster walking through murking dudes. It's crazy what a couple of injections of penicillin will do to you. I mean, she did get in that cut really deep. Man. She shoved that needle all the way in there. Uh, before we get too much further into this, uh, Taylor Burton said, what about the biggest rumor of all? Uh, still no Beta Ray Bill. Uh, this is Taylor. the rumor of the century, actually. Taylor, I'm sorry. We're trying. <laughs> yeah, 100% CGI. Give me a Beta Ray Bill. I don't care what I don't care if he's just standing in the background picking his nose or drinking a 40 in the back. Just give me <laughs> a beta ray bill to some uh, degree, please. Yeah, I just I'm I'm curious and, and I want to go back to The Last of Us pretty quickly, but since uh Stormbringer belongs to to uh Thor now and he doesn't have Molnair and he's not getting Molnair back in the MCU, what the hell is Beta Ray Bill gonna use? Maybe maybe they'll create a uh, non comic origin weapon. Yeah, I think I also think it'll be Thunderstrike, Blake. That's a that's a really good. Uh, that's what I was really, trying to say. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I, I also think like get the Thunderstrike it's mace. The only thing it can be. So yeah. <laughs> well, they in in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, they basically gave uh, Thor Thunderstrike's look. So I don't think we're going to then later get Thunderstrike brought in. So now we have a no, whole nother hammer. Uh, like Molnair and 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 Stormbringer, that is not, is is up for grabs in the uh, MCU. So I think that when we do get Beta Ray Bill, that's what he'll end up wielding. Dang. So real quick, Ben said, "Well, news." Uh, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, Magic the Gathering is releasing a Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering set, and they are making a one of one of the ring of the One Ring. That's right now. If you open it, its bid is at one hundred forty thousand dollars, and still climbing. climbing. So if you're out and about, just you know, buy a pack of Magic the Gathering for three bucks, you could have some monies coming your way. Dude, that sounds awesome. And that I'm one go buy of... a whole carton now. <laughs> yeah, because that one of one, uh, one ring card that's one hundred forty thousand dollars is going to skyrocket as soon as somebody actually has the damn thing. Oh yeah, for it's sure. It's like catching uh, Sammy Sosa's baseball that broke the record. You know, hmm. 
Yeah, that's it, a... it only costs four ninety nine at Walmart, but because <laughs> Sammy Sosa hit it four hundred plus feet, it is now. I think I forgot how much that sold for. It was a few mil, I think. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot. Um, so yeah, Last of Us. Uh, just uh, the performances are still great. I'm really excited about season two. Uh, it ended, you know, it ended the way it should. Uh, no, as, no, as opposed yeah. in the game. We just get Joel narrating what he did to his brother Tommy in the show. We actually get to see him doing it. So that's one difference from the game. But other than that, it's yeah. identical. But I, I'm glad. I'm glad they're just keeping it. You know, they're just telling mm-hmm. the story that needs to be told. And uh, so I'm just excited and, to see the next season. And it had some tear jerkers throughout that entire thing. What did he do to his brother Tommy? I guess I fell asleep on that part. He didn't do anything to Tommy. Nothing. In the end of the first game, he goes back to the the place to the settlement live. in Wyoming, I think, where they live. Gotcha. Oh yeah, Billy, that's right. Ashley Johnson, the voice uh, of Ellie from the video game, yep. played Ellie's mom yep. in the episode. Uh, uh, and and there's a question that was never, I don't believe, was answered in the first game, and I don't know the, that it was answered at all uh, prior to this episode. But the reason got that the, blood. the reason that Ellie is immune to the uh, the shrooms or the mushrooms, the the spores is because her mother got bit while Ellie, while she was yeah. giving birth to but Ellie. But she was still attached. She had already given birth. She just hadn't cut the umbilical cord. Right. And for whatever reason, that uh, gave her an immunity to them. Yep. So it's pretty cool. Huh. That's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of shows that do wild things, this week for Top 5, we're talking about Top 5 shows that went just too damn hard. <laughs> All right, welcome to Top 5. So, again, we are doing Top 5 shows that just went too hard. This can be movies, TV shows. Uh, it can still be video games, uh, even though I said shows. Um, a- a- really, any form of media that just kind of blew you away and you-, you didn't see it coming. Like, the show's ha-ha-ha, <laughs> like, fun, and we're having a good time. Holy shit, that's the best fight scene I've ever seen in my life. Like, that, that kind of situation. So, uh, Blake... Do you want to be Mr. Cool Guy and kick us off with your number five? Number five, Django Unchained. The whole entire movie went super hard. Maybe too hard, but I enjoyed it. I I loved it. I I still watch it every so often. But, man, that was a movie that went really, really hard and that got super extra. (laughs) Well, I would say uh, 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 for Django Unchained, people that went just too damn hard in that movie – uh, Leonardo DiCaprio shattering a glass in his hand and just finishing the scene while he yep. bleeds out. And that was not scripted and they just left it. Yeah. That, <laughs> that to me was, yeah. Yeah. He just shoves a piece of glass through his hand on accident and instead of being like, oh shit, cut. No. He's just like, Keep going. use it. <laughs> He's like, next I'm going to fight a bear. Not, not in this movie. Right. In another one. Literally the one he finally got his uh, Oscar, Oscar for. Yeah. Uh, All right, Jeff, what's your number five? My number five, I brought us a Garth Ennis goodie by way of production and creative powers of Seth Rogen. I bring us Preacher, the entire series. (laughs) Uh, It stayed true for the most part to the comic book. The it's just over the top. It's not anti-god but it's it's god it's everything in between you got a disgruntled preacher who gets him 
dude with powers from God, not God, but it, it escaped, escaped from God. He gives him the ability to make people do whatever the hell he wants, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then you got God who is spiteful, ready to end the earth. And it, it's a, a, amazing start to finish. And every single episode is four. four. So you can, you can hammer it out in a weekend. Um, I think I've only seen the first two. So I need to go back and, and it's, watch it's four. Dominic Cooper plays Jesse. Uh, Jesse Custer, the preacher, uh, Joe Gilgan, the, he's an Irish actor, I believe, who plays Cassidy, the vampire, who is also Jesse's own again and off again, and Tulip's own again, off again lover. So it's a, well, that was in the comic, but you didn't you didn't see it in the show. It was kind of implied because it was on AMC. And uh, Graham McTavish playing the Saint of Killers, who is uh, he he did a phenomenal job, which. If you've read the comic book or watched the show, you know he, he at one point he took over heaven. Then he also took over hell. So he kind of was all over the place within it. So now Dominic Cooper, didn't he play Howard Stark? Young Howard Stark? And yes. also played uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? He did. Yeah. I, I love that movie. He he is uh, one of those actors movie. where... You give him a script and he brings everything to it. You know, he, he's good. good. He's very it, versatile. To, actor. Be, to be not as well known as some others, but he he does go hard in everything he plays. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Preacher is awesome. Anyway, the comics are great. Arseface uh, yep. was a huge like. I, I remember when they introduced Arseface in the comics, and everybody was like, "Can you believe that a character whose face is a literal like looks like an anus and it's like yeah. a big deal?" Well, you know how like. When they finally get around, it was in one of the later seasons when they tell you how he ended up looking like Arse Face. Is it the whole his whole story is very tragic? Yeah, that's kind like, of Garth Ennis's thing. Uh, yes. you know, he challenges uh, very much. challenges common culture and uh, religion and and everything, and and tells a fun narrative yes. while he does it. Yep. Yeah, uh, Heather, what do we have in chat? Billy Rhodes number five is Nuka Cola Quantum fallout universe a variant of nuka-cola that goes blue due to the addition of stronium 90 isotope twice the carbs twice the caffeine twice the flavor uh haven't played any of the fallout games jeff are you a gamer at all not a fallout no i was never a fan billy's a huge fan of fallout uh and he lists fallout things uh most weeks and we never know what he's talking about uh nuka-cola uh, uh is is from the fallout games you know it's like a uh irradiated 1950s world where they never really got past that point uh but yeah it's a uh, it's pretty cool uh landon did you want to speak to the nuka cola situation the story of nuka cola is actually insane uh the entire flavors of nuka cola there's regular nuka cola cherry uh, and the one uh billy mentioned it was created by a guy whose name is the combination of the names of uh, Pepsi and Cokes. And he ends up building an entire theme park based around Nuka-Cola. He ends up working with the government to make weapons. And because of that, he is now a frozen, still alive head in his own theme park in one of the games. <laughs> wow. This so actually, familiar. this kind of plays into something going too hard. That, but, that's a really over-the-top, going very hard storyline right there. It sounds like Walt Disney all over again. <laughs> all right, Landon, what else do we have in chat? Or Heather, sorry. Heather, what else we got in chat? 
Space Boys number five is the final fight of the second Puss in Boots, and also the death fight scenes in Puss in Boots too. The death fight scenes in Puss in Boots. Uh, Blake, have you did you watch this with uh, Space Boy? Not yet. Okay, uh, I'm not well, seeing it. I'm not sure who Space Boy is actually. Oh, is that not your kid? No. Uh, Space Boy is my partner. Joe. Oh, okay. Well, hello, Space Boy. <laughs> I uh, Landon, have you seen the Puss in Boots movie? I have. Can you speak to this? <laughs> okay, so in Puss in Boots 2, uh, Puss in Boots basically goes through all nine of his lives. He's on his ninth life, and death, actual literal death, thinks that he's been too cocky, too crazy with his other eight lives. So he tries to jump the gun and take uh, and and take Puss's last life himself. <laughs> so the whole movie, I gotta watch Puss it now. Yeah, the whole movie is Puss in Boots grappling with his mortality. It is insane. And the final fight, he faces off Death one last time. Death looks him in the eye, sees that he's like changed over the course of the movie, and it's basically like, you've taken all the fun out of this. I don't want to kill you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens in the Puss in Boots movie. Uh <laughs> As far Spoiler. as as far as Shrek spinoffs go, that's that sounds like probably one of the best ones. Taylor Have, Burton's number five is Arrow season one. It should have been called the Seasons of Killings. <laughs> it, the first three seasons of Arrow does go like hella hard, and I'm not going to get into why. I think I've explained that the last couple of weeks, but uh, it's good. It's a good. It was a good series uh, for the first like three seasons, and then it got really like CW era watered down. But up to that point, it was awesome. Ben's number five is Cloudverse. I have no idea. How Sephiroth. 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 Advent Children. One winged angel never hit so hard. Oh, dude, that song hits way too hard. I totally get that. That's a uh, that song is up on the like John Williams uh, music hitting way too hard level, or uh, uh, actually, uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, Danny Elfman's Battle of Fates uh, hitting that effing hard. Uh, One winged angel is up there. For sure. And if you haven't seen Advent Children, it's a great um, addition to the Final Fantasy VII canon that reintroduces Cloud and Sephiroth to each other. And you get a full on balls to the wall fight between the two of them. And it is incredible. Hmm. Well, now I got to watch that. Yeah. Blake, I have it on DVD if you ever want to watch it. Yeah, I'll try it out. Deontay Lifter's number five is Civil War and Winter Soldier. It's a tie. Dude, Winter Soldier is still my favorite MCU thing. Uh, movie. In my top. movie. Yeah, sure. that whole movie start to finish. Yeah, Civil absolutely. War is, I mean, Civil War is great, too. Like, those are two, probably one of the top two I go back and rewatch the most. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, not a Captain America fan, but Winter Soldier is fucking incredible. Absolutely. No, no, yeah. Huge Captain America fan, and it's still incredible. <laughs> I know, he's your favorite superhero. No. My number two. Yeah, no, he's your favorite. We know that. He's Says so on the internet. <laughs> if it's on the internet, we it lost is not a coin a flip, man. We lost a coin flip. Leave me alone. Yeah, it, I mean, I've never lost or I never won a coin flip in my life except that one. That's how you know it was important. <laughs> what else we got, Heather? Shivam Patel's number five is the Flash TV show, especially in the last few seasons. They interviewed a big bad, and you'd think would last the whole season, and out of nowhere, they become weak and easily defeated. Huh. Yeah, those last couple of seasons of The Flash weren't that great. Who was the big bad? Was it uh, like Godspeed or? 
thought it was, it was the... reverse flash near the yeah, end they had a uh, gorilla grod on there at yeah. one point um yeah fuck what's his name the shark um king shark king shark thank you holy hell ah yes Billy Rhodes has a number five for fight. He'll say Batman versus Superman in Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, dude, that fight is incredible. Uh, the that's the uh, the fight the, the first time in the comics, I believe, uh, that uh, Batman just beat the shit out of Superman uh, with, the bat, and, with his uh, big old mech type suit. Yes, and and he he uh, I love that um, Ben. I knew you were going to say that. She-Hulk is my favorite Disney Plus thing that the MCU has made. And we all know why. Winter Soldier <laughs> is my favorite overall MCU thing that they have made. Uh, but yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, Frank Miller was turning 30. Uh, and he said, you know, I, I'm not going to be older than Batman. Uh, so he wrote this whole Dark Knight Returns story where Batman's in his 50s uh, and has to fight uh, 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 for the soul of Gotham. Um, and it's incredible. Uh, it was uh, it was incredible. Uh, and then that comic has inspired so many different uh, Batman properties since, you know, there was there was heavy tones of heavy it in Batman v Superman. Yep. Uh, yeah, Batmetal, uh, uh, the Dark Knight Returns, uh, the the or Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yep. Was inspired by the same like older Batman story. I stories. think that was the reason, whole whole reason they brought about DC Dark or DC Black Label. Hmm. <laughs> it's what used to be Vertigo, but now it's known as Black Label. I I guess since Ben's the fact checker, I'll step it back. No, uh, Winter Soldier is my second favorite thing the MCU has <laughs> ever made, and my number one favorite thing that they have ever made in the MCU from the start to now is She Hulk. You, I stand the corrected. Truck. She was driving. I stand corrected. I loved it that much. It knocks everything else out. You know what, Ben? Thank you for making me realize this. I appreciate it. This uh, is why we don't have a mind. fat checker or a HR department over at Saturday Night Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, what else we got in chat, Heather? Is that it? All right. My number five is from the Teen Titans Go series. Now, I generally hate teen titans go because i was a fan of the original teen Titans series but uh teen titans go had this one fun episode where um they decide to replace him as the team leader and in order to replace him they find the greatest leader of all time they travel back in time and they bring george washington to the present to be the new leader of the teen titans and they have an all-out fight that is incredible and ends uh near the end uh george washington calls his pet eagle who flies in attaches himself to his back and then he takes his axe that he used for chopping down cherry trees and <laughs> uses it to fight Robin as he flies around like a giant mech warrior. <laughs> and it's the craziest didn't thing. Abraham Lincoln chopped down the cherry tree? Right, right. But it was No, the, no, he was a vampire hunter. Oh yeah, that's right. He was yeah. the the vampire hunter. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was a true story by the way. Look it up. Right. Vampire Hunter, yes. True story. Uh, the cherry tree is not a true story. That was just uh, uh, for the vote. Abraham Lincoln being a vampire hunter is a true story. That's what, yeah, that is true. The cherry tree thing is not. So I tell you uh, what, I, real quick. I know I'm not going to go very long on this. I know this is kind of a tangent, but back to Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. That movie, like just the name of it, is laughable. But when you watch it, it went hard. Phenomenal. Went hard. It went good. It made it believe that it could be true in history. And then the way it ended. 
I would love to see a sequel with some other somehow, you know, now in present day, the way it ended. Like that movie to me was phenomenal. Yes. The book was better. Yes. But really, the movie was. Yeah. The, uh, and, and I don't want to be that like the bunk one's better snob, but it, it, it right. really is. It is like, I like know the movie's books. good. The book is way better. Huh. Yeah. Is there an audio book of it? Yeah, I'm sure, sure there is. Yeah, absolutely. Probably narrated oh, by Morgan Freeman or Dominic Cooper. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Oh, that would be perfect. To actually, have Dominic Cooper narrate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Blake, you want to regale us with your number four, please? Yeah, number four. Since we talked about Django, actually, number four is any Tarantino film. <laughs> while we're while we're on that subject, uh, man, any Tarantino film that he's ever made is always over the top, going super hard, super extra, and just. Bam, a lot right there in your face. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and categorize all Tarantino films. I think Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2 is probably my two favorite Tarantino properties. And since they're a, an original and a sequel, um, I, I tied them together. But the love letter to Kung Fu action films that is Kill Bill and the inclusion of David Carradine as one of the main villains. Uh, it's, yes. I don't know, I love it. I absolutely love it. But yeah, uh, J- Jango, the reason I just, you know, list Jango's five is because to me that that's my favorite Tarantino film. But then, yeah, it just kind of was like a domino effect after I thought of my number five. So I just had to categorize them. Dude, it's hard to beat Reservoir Dogs, too. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, what you got as number four? So for my number four, I'm going anything and everything Rick and Morty. Because every single episode from episode one from season one was just completely embellished and over the top. Yeah, it uh, Rick and Morty's great about uh, you think you're just watching a normal Rick and Morty fun episode, and then it's yep. something absolutely insane happening in the middle insane. of it. Insane. Or the the it starts off with something insane, and you're like, oh my god, this episode's going to be everything, and then they kill the main <laughs> thing off, and then go down to just. Yep. Uh, uh, just go down to like a fun episode. It's uh, I or love his that Morty they... dies and he goes and pulls another one out of the closet. Yeah, you just never know what to. <laughs> so fun expect. fact, I've I only seen it. two episodes of Rick and Morty. Uh, yourself. That's it. You're you oversold yourself. that. There was nothing fun about that fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm off to start watching that. For real, I love. Especially it. with all the talk of it. <laughs> no, like I mean, y'all talking about it. And okay. Then, like, and, and I'm talking about like what? What was it besides? Uh, the right the writer michael waldron but also something somehow some other writers or something or producers uh tied to the mcu as well yeah uh also the voice actor for uh morty just got uh is, is uh in a going lot of trouble for going uh, to jail. for grooming minors and trying to uh kidnap a person and oh wow yeah ezra um, miller 2.0 yeah <laughs> so I thought that's what you were talking about when you were like, now that everyone's no, talking about no. it. <laughs> Not quite. That's the thing? You're like, you're like, oh my God, I got to watch this show. No, no. You know what? I'm just going to keep not watching it now. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, no, I definitely check it out though. It's a, I love Rick and Morty. Uh, Landon, what do we have in chat? Taylor Burton's number four is Justice League, the animated series. It still holds up and the whole series goes hard. That's true. Yeah. You are absolutely right, Taylor Burton. Yep. As always, you are a perfect human being and can do no wrong. Uh, Amen. I, I apologize again profusely for us not having more Beta Ray Bill news. And, dude, yeah, the Justice League uh, 
the animated series and then unlimited all i mean just so good you know what i promise next week no matter what there's gonna be three beta ray bill rumors in rumor mill i love whether it. i find them or whether i come up with them i should say gonna be three give me a call we'll make them up on the spot before we Sounds go good. yeah all right <laughs> He does have a really amazing action figure out right now, though. Is it a Marvel Legends or no? What it's is a it? Marvel uh, Select something? One of the bigger oh, ones. Oh, the bigger ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Marvel Select a Hulk and Venom. Uh, man, I can't imagine having a big one, a Beta Ray Bill like that. I mean, it's yeah. big. It's like a like a ten inch figure, I think, something like that. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Landon. <laughs> Billy Rhodes' number four food is the Flaming Mo <laughs> slash Homer, The Simpsons. <laughs> It is like a party in my mouth, and everyone's invited. Oh, <laughs> uh, the flaming, the flaming Homer! Uh, the Before drink, Mo stole it. Yeah, the drink invented by Homer Simpson that makes Mo's the most popular bar in Springfield, and then Mo renames it the Flaming Mo and doesn't give Homer credit for it, and then has him thrown out. Which wasn't that just uh, cough syrup? And now that is like a big thing. Well, yeah, it's like codeine, cough syrup, and liquor. Of course, it's gonna f you up, man. <laughs> but no, that's like they really they made rap albums about that shit. Oh shit! Congrats to Taylor. Is it... What? Taylor Burton is, is he? Is he be being for real or is that a joke? What? I didn't. I can't see it. Taylor Burton's going to be a dad. What? Congratulations! Congrats. Holy Dude. Christ! There are, there are far too few perfect human beings on this he planet. He had sex. <laughs> you should win for the nerd community. <laughs> hey, I have seen my teenager walk by. <laughs> I've had sex. <laughs> one time. That's all it takes, apparently. <laughs> Just takes the once. <laughs> what else we got in chat, Lane? <laughs> Deontay Lifters number four is Demon Slayer since day one. Dude, Demon Slayer's tight, and yeah. and it's it's one of those shows that like uh, you're like, ah, oh, this is a run of the mill anime. What the hell just happened? Definitely, definitely is. Yeah, I know, Blake. You were telling me about it the other day. We talk about it like twice a week. I liked it because the movies you, they they go into the arc of the the seasons, but mm-hmm. you can just watch the movie and it. It still makes sense. It's still like yeah, you can watch it. That's exactly how I feel about it. <laughs> Jeff, the joke here is that Blake's never watched an episode of an anime ever. <laughs> I I just got into it, so don't feel bad. Yeah, I've tried a couple of times, not very hard. Go hard on Chainsaw Man. How about that? Oh, frick, Chainsaw Man, so good, dude. Really, Chainsaw Man. Just watch that one. Okay. Oh yeah, that one's it's only twelve episodes in season one and it gets yep. good right from the beginning. It all the openings and endings are throwbacks yeah. to uh, old gangster movies. Yeah. Huh. Nice. All right. <laughs> ben Stewart's number four is Levi versus the Beast Titan, Attack on Titan. Really any scene with Levi goes too hard. That's true. Levi does go too hard up to and including ripping his own freaking arms off just to get out of a, a, a trap or a, um, the first time that he dies fighting a Titan, not realizing that he's going to regenerate his whole body. That's that was scary because up to that point in the series, everybody who got eaten by a Titan was just gone and dead. And Le- so you're like, oh, God, not. Oh, damn it. Not Levi. That's uh, 
a whole different character. Uh, Levi's a badass. <laughs> Levi's an absolute <laughs> badass. Shivam, Shivam Patel's number four, <laughs> the Fast and the Furious movie series. <laughs> this is so true, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, over the top. That is over the top. That is a family that's over the top. Yeah. The family. I think the one where they dropped in from outer space is probably the most out of out of the like over the top thing. But oh man, what else we got in chat? Yeah. Billy Rhodes number four for a fight. Obi Wan versus Anakin Skywalker. Star Wars Episode Three. I think the high ground one there. Yeah, all yeah. you gotta do is get the high ground, and then all of your Jedi abilities just go away. That's true. You can jump eighty feet in the air, That's but science. if someone's if someone's ten feet higher than you when you attack, not gonna work. Not <laughs> gonna ground. work. Over, man. Is that everything in chat? All right, my number four, uh, and I'm taking a page out of Jeff's book here, but Rick and Morty: The Purge episode. Um, for what started out as a fun little Rick and Morty adventure ends with them in uh, robot suits just mopping the floor with dead people. Uh, and then Rick uh, uh, drafts a little girl to help him while Marty's unconscious or Morty's unconscious. And then they go on a full on killing spree. And it is just incredible. I love that scene. So good. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of Rick and Morty. I love the Purge episode. Blake, want to give us your number three? Yeah, uh, an episode of The Boys where Termite <laughs> is asked, you know, is the science is good? He's, he's good. He shrinks down and goes into a dude's penis. Then he sneezes. And, well, he sneezes and he goes full skill. And let's just say it obliterates the guy into a thousand pieces. And it's one of the so extra, way too hard, over the top. And I could have went without seeing that. <laughs> One of my favorite things about this is that there was that fan theory that if Ant-Man had just shrunk down and went yeah. to Thanos' butt and then grew, he would have killed Thanos and we wouldn't have had to worry about him. And so the beginning of this boys' season, they're like, yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah. Well, that actually happened in the in the comic, too. So oh, really? Actually, I think that's canon, yeah. Jeez. I'd I have to go back that. and look, but I'm pretty sure. I think that was canon. The Boys is one of the only like things being pub or brought to television right now that I haven't read the comics for. Hmm. But yeah, find uh, the compendiums uh, and read them. I think that one was canon. Okay, I will check it out. Uh, Jeff, what's your number three? I am also going with the Boys, and because I want to be very specific on what was completely over the top. We're talking Homelander standing on the. I think it's what is it? The Empire State Building. I'm not real sure what. It's one of the building. tall. It's one of the. It might have been. The it's a really tall building. Yeah, the, their headquarters building, and he's hyping himself up, telling them that he's a great guy, but he's also jerking off over the top. Yeah, he's of the rubbing city. one out. Yeah, he is definitely rubbing a big one out while yeah. talking to himself and hyping himself up. We can probably pick something from every episode of The Boys where they went too hard. I mean, shit, episode one, season where his one, girlfriend? <laughs> where his girlfriend gets like ran through and disintegrated. I mean, yeah. that was like within the first five minutes. Yeah, I, I remember watching that, and I've never seen the, or read the comics or anything. And I remember just watching this. I'm like, all right, we'll see how this is. And boom, I mean, it just happens out of nowhere. I'm like, what, what the? Yes. You know, I mean, like it's because you don't see nothing. All you see is her, him holding her hand, and all of a sudden it's just like, thing. and then she's vapor, and then she's yeah. vaporized. You know. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, could you imagine being the guy under the building when when Homelander does that, and you're just like, ah, pigeons. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else? We, what do we got in chat, Heather? Taylor Burton's number three is the boys. Take your pick for any moment you want. I think we've pretty well covered it. Yeah. But absolutely, yeah. Taylor. I agree. Uh, what else we got? Billy Rhodes number three for food is the ultimum regular show. A burger stuffed inside a bigger burger patty with deep fried cheeseburgers as buns and special Himalayan ketchup. If you don't eat one, you're a chump. Yeah, uh, I love regular show, and yeah, a lot of a lot of the stuff they the stuff they featured on there is just so ridiculous. But that burger is incredible. <laughs> that actually did look good to be an animated burger. It was, it, yeah, I would have ate it. I'm gonna die of a heart attack afterwards, but I would have ate it too. <laughs> Ben's number three is Almighty. All Might. All Might versus All for One. My Hero Academia. That fight is hard. That fight is it so was, hard. Yes. It absolutely is. They like devastate the whole city. Uh, it is incredible, uh, and and yes. and probably one of the best things ever uh, seen in an anime as far as fights go. And and they'd hyped it up for two seasons before it happened. Like, just was... watch that one on YouTube. It's about ten minutes, twelve minutes. Uh huh. Watch that one on YouTube. It's worth out. Okay. Yeah. Even with no context, it's just a badass yeah. fight. It's just yeah. Uh -huh. Billy Rhodes number three for fights is that episode of Fresh Prince when Will's dad shows up and then left. Man, why Ooh. you want to make people cry? Why you want to do that to us? <laughs> why don't you tell me, man? Be better, man. Be better. Don't yeah, that, our emotions. Yeah, that's the that's the scene where uh, uh, James Avery, after the scene was over, he said he looked at Will Smith and he said, "Now that is acting." And now he's got an Oscar. So, and James Avery was was Shredder, you know. So. The voice of Shredder. Yeah, Shredder. <laughs> Deontay Lifter's number three is Cobra Kai. Good show. A uh, lot of over-the-top fight scenes in that. Uh, Cobra Kai is like... those kids ever went to jail? That many fights in school and in town, and they yeah. never went to jail. That whole thing is ridiculous. That whole show it's is California ridiculous. California for you, man. I can't yeah, dude. California is even worse on school violence yeah. than where we're it's, from. It's that Cobra much more Kai's unbelievable. Live an example of it. Yeah, uh, you can't even like sneeze in somebody's direction without getting expelled. And these kids are like having full on like nine on nine fights in a hallway and destroying like classrooms and lockers and all sorts of shit. Ridiculous. I mean, I love I, I love the first two seasons of the show, but ridiculous. Hey, that's going to be the first Amazon. No, Netflix series that's getting more than what? Four seasons. I thought it got canceled. I thought they no, they're going to finish that last season. I thought really. I thought I thought Cobra Kai got canceled after this last no, season. I think this is there's one more, and I think it's done after that. Uh, okay, huh? I'd have to go back and double check everything, but I thought it was getting one more because it was like it the first in. one to get five. Course. Yeah, if our fact checker would check that, I I thought Cobra Kai got canceled. He's, he's yep, Cobra right Kai, Kai is still going strong. Okay, it's going to be the first one to get five seasons. I think. Damn. Huh. Should have been the Witcher. <laughs> Henry Cavill's Witcher. Let's let's be specific. Yeah, exactly. Shivan Patel's number three is Curtis, Mr. Terrific Holt. Boy has 14 something PhDs and a dozen undergraduates and is apparently somewhere in his 20 to 40s. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Terrific. Uh, I'm assuming that's the Berlanti verse, Mr. Terrific as well. Curtis Holt. Uh, it's a great character from the comics. He's actually Mr. Terrific 2. 
the original uh, golden age mr terrific was a whole different character uh and yeah he's cool he's a master inventor intelligent uh hand-to-hand combatant he's like batman but with his brain on steroids oh so batman's got plot armor <sighs> <laughs> Space Boys number three is when Billy in Adventure Time ripped his face off to show he was Lich and the fight after that. Oh, dude. Yeah, the Lich fight was awesome. Uh, and, and Billy's just being a total weirdo. And you're like, what's wrong with Billy? And then he rips his face off and he's been the Lich for the entire episode. It's nuts. I love Adventure Time. I do, too. God, shut up, Blake. <laughs> no, I really do. Do you? Like, no, like, no joke. I really love Adventure Time. Yeah. Like, that's not a joke. Who's your favorite character? The dog. The dog. I can't think of his name. I've not Jake, watched that. Really. The dog. Jake. <laughs> I've watched. Yeah, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, failed I've, the I've, test. I've, <laughs> Is that? Uh, you had a real I'm not, fan. I'm not saying. I'm not saying a huge. Like, oh my god! I mean, I've watched every episode. I've watched like two seasons of. Yeah. That's fine. My number three is Adventure Time. Uh, the whole Simon and Marcy storyline. The uh, the story of Marcy. Marceline, the vampire queen, and Simon, the ice king, did not have to be that emotional. It did not. If you if you watch through that series, it will leave you emotionally wrecked. The ending between Simon and Marcy, and uh, that's it's just uncalled for, man. Pendleton Ward, he didn't have to go that hard at all. Blake, you want to give us your number two? Number two, the Daredevil playground fight, the one with Ben Affleck and. Uh... Oh my God! Uh, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Yeah, man, I feel like that was like an over the top for one. It was in a playground too. Like I don't know. That's just a, that's a really hard fight to go on in that playground in front of those kids. It's just a really odd, over the top setting. I feel like so. Yeah, it made was, no sense. It made zero <laughs> sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, but man, they went hard on that uh, playground equipment. So. Yeah, he's also like, no, I'm blind. I'm totally blind. I'm just a blind lawyer. Totally blind lawyer. Let's do some kicks and martial arts flips over here in this playground. Totally normal blind lawyer. No, I'm not. I'm not a superhero. Don't worry about me. <laughs> like, uh, what's the point of your secret identity if you're just going to go like, hey, let's go be Daredevil over here in this. <laughs> Forget the rooftops. Forget it. Forget anywhere else that could be a cool fight area. Let's do the playground. <laughs> right. Jeff, what do you got as your number two? So my number two, I went with Breaking Bad. Not just the whole thing was done beautifully, but it was for me, it was like when he finally realized that he himself has been the bad guy that he would despised. You know, he always he's like, I'm like, dude, you're cooking heroin in your freaking RV or meth out in your (laughs) RV out in the desert before you get the big lab or whatever. I'm like. You've always been the bad guy, but it was when he finally like realized like I am that bad guy. When he I ultimately am the one who knocks. When he realizes like, oh, Heisenberg is me, finally. You know, that for me. Dude, yeah, breaking bad, I mean, especially for the time that it was on television, it, it pushed a lot of envelopes and it's a it's a badass show yeah. and uh the and crazy it was going thing strong at the same time as um The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mad Men. I didn't even try. I didn't even watch Breaking Bad. I think until how many seasons are out of that? Eight. Was it eight? eight? I didn't even start watching the first episode until I think there was like five seasons already out. And I was like, I'm not, 
I couldn't. I'm like, I'm not going to watch a show about this. Five. And then, five. There is five. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it was about over practically when I started first watching it. And I watched. I started watching it. I got hooked. I'm not even gonna lie. I was shocked that a storyline about that could be actually that well done. Yeah. I, and yeah. it gave us. It. it gave us. Uh, what is it? Saul. Um, better call Saul. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Also, if you watch The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. Daryl has references to Heisenberg's meth with the little baggie he pulls out. It's like season two, I think, where we were get, getting the rumors there may be a crossover. He pulls out a <laughs> bag of drugs. It's got Tylenol. And then you see these little crystal blue meth from the Breaking Bad. So you got that re- cool little crossover type of event huh. there. Yeah. And oh, uh, no. and and Walter White is wearing the exact same clothes that uh, the actor wore when he was the dad and Malcolm in the Middle and still makes the most badass television character. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Landon, what do we got in chat? Deontay Lifters, number two, is Daredevil Punisher Tide. Oh yeah, dude! Whenever that that scene, whenever they fought and then uh, Punisher tied Daredevil up and was like torturing him on the rooftop, that was that was hard. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah, I had to sit there and think about it for half a second. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I know that really was. It's a really good scene. Yeah, that man, I just love that show. Charlie Cox brings it. So is John Bertho. He's gonna be a Galaxy Con. Enrichment. Taylor, Taylor, we will touch on that in a little bit. It's uh, on my list for sure. <laughs> Chris Evans is going to be at Chicago April first and second. By yeah. the way, yeah, unfortunately, that's the same days as uh, Cape Events puts on Anime Con, so we can't be there. Ben Stewart's number two is King Meruem versus Natero Hunter 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 X Hunter, right? Yeah, it's Hunter X Hunter. At least that's how I've always said it. Yeah. Oh, I I heard a lot of fans told me for, it's pronounced Hunter Hunter, not. Oh. Anyway, I've heard it both ways, and I'm not sure. Ben, can you fact check that for us? Are we supposed to say the X or not? Uh, I know that there's some, some there's some really hard fights in Hunter uh, Hunter X Hunter, but I haven't watched it yet. So, what else we got? Billy Rhodes, number two food is Ambrosia, Greek mythology, probably nutritious, and I expected to get you drunk. The Greek gods all seem to be at least a little buzzed all the time. Yeah, and the ambrosia from uh, Greek mythology is the apple that gives you eternal life, right? I thought it was like a honey mead. Is it? Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure. What I'm, do I'm I know? Get something else. I got an Alabama education. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sh- Shivan Patel's number two is Spider-Man, Far From Home. Hell yeah, dude. So I I I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And then the Spider-Man popping up still got me both times. I was like, ah, this is awesome. <laughs> did, did did you not have that reaction, Blake? Uh man, so I I enjoyed the movie. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I enjoyed the movie. But I'm I'm still not as like hyped up over it that everybody for some reason like is. I mean, it was good, don't get me wrong. Once again, y'all know I'm not a big Tobey Maguire fan, uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's all right. It, it it didn't bring the the emotion to me that I feel like it brought to a lot of people. So, dude, okay, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Right back. Okay. 
I don't know. Uh, I mean, I definitely like. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, it's all right. I wow! I did not realize that was your opinion on that. I feel like uh, I thought you liked it. No, no, I did like it. That's what, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just not like, oh my god, it's in my top five movies. It's not my top five. It's, okay. Uh, I'd probably put it. Man, it, it's probably closer to in to ten, honestly. Okay. Landon, what else we got in chat? Billy Rhodes' other number two is a BoJack Horseman episode that you hear his internal monologue, the best depiction of depression I've seen in a TV show. The episode's called Stupid Piece of Shit, if I remember right. Yeah, they do a great job of dealing with mental health issues in BoJack Horseman and, and all of the things he struggles with. That, that show is legendarily good, for sure. What else we got? Space Boys number two is the diner fight scene in The Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, that's a good uh, fight. I love the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of uh, My Chemical Romance, but when Gerard Way writes a comic book, he knows what he's doing. I love My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. I know you want to say it. So... No, dude, it's fine. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a goth, not an emo. I guess you're you're more emo. It's fine. Totally cool. Oh uh, yeah, I fell asleep watching it. That's true. You know, it's a possibility, but at least I go back and rewatch it, rewatch it until I've seen I, it. I know for a fact he fell asleep watching it. I was sitting next to him. Oh yeah, I think that, that I did actually on that because you because I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it to opening the first showing on opening night, and so we went immediately after the first showing yeah. and watched it. And you fell asleep, so you fell asleep in the first. I watched one. it in the first one, but the second one with you, I fell asleep. I think you I fell like, asleep in the first one too because you had to wa go back and watch it a third time to get the pieces you missed from the first and second viewing. I always watch every Marvel movie at least three times though. But yeah. it's, it's, it's because you fell asleep for the first two times. <laughs> this is true, Jeff. Absolutely true. It's the way my body just sit still. It just crashes. Yeah. What else we got in chat, Landon? That's everything. All right. My number two, uh, the Netflix Daredevil series, season one, The Hallway Fight. Um, taken directly from uh, things like Old Boy and uh, the Raid Redemption, they choreographed this as a one-shot hallway fight, beginning to end, uh, and uh, just incredible. Just one of the best things I've ever is. put on film. I just love that hallway fight. I went back and watched it like a handful of times. It's good every single time. It holds up, and even now, this far past that season one premiering, it's still an incredible fight to watch, for sure. Blake. Are you ready God. to give me your number one? Your number one. Yeah, uh, number one. Uh, I really don't even want to say this movie title. Uh, just because immediately scenes start going playing through my head again, uh, way too hard, way too extra. The only movie that has ever made me literally walk out of the theater and go sit in my house and stare into nothing, wondering what the fuck did I just watch? It literally, and that is Midsummer. Oh, Mid Midsummer, man, is a messed up, over the top, extra, way too hard movie. Uh, I never want to watch it again. You know, it, and there's there's certain movies you're like, man, that's a messed up movie. And you tell somebody, like, you should go watch it. No, I'm doing advice. Nobody go watch it. I, I'm not even doing that to you. 
Like it's it's rough. Dude, I love Midsummer. Uh and and yeah, it's a it's a hard movie to watch, especially once you get to the plot twist. Um your first time through, but I think watching it a second or third time, you you see all of the things you missed um going in and it uh it, it, it I think it just changes the movie, really. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I didn't I didn't give it a chance for a second time. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh Jeff, what do you got as your number one? So my number one is really going to show how long I have been a wrestling fan. For me, we take a trip. Journey with me, if you will, to November 1997 when WWE was still WWF. And the Attitude Era was born. And it I was gave there for you this. all the big stars. It gave us Stone Cold. It gave us The Rock, Triple H, Mick Foley, all four versions of him. Gave us Kane, Undertaker blew up even more, Shawn Michaels, the Montreal screw job. Uh, they brought back the women's championship. We had brawls and panty matches. And but by the end of the attitude era, the women's division was cemented and it was starting to become what we know today as the women's division. Gave us Chris Jericho. Uh tag team wrestling made a big comeback during that era. And it gave us Degeneration X. <laughs> Danny, aren't you a big uh, wrestling fan? I am. I'm a big wrestling fan, uh, or at least I was. I, it's been a couple of decades since I really got into wrestling. Um, but dude, I during that time period from like uh, around 97 to 2002, like yeah, like around 2002, um, I had a backyard wrestling federation where we had hardcore a hardcore title and uh, tag team hardcore championships. Why do I see you doing that? Like I can see that. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's what I did every day for like four or five hours after school. Every single day, we would we would go out back and just and and just do wrestling matches, and it was like our favorite thing. And we did it for a long, long time. You had the pink um, mohawk, and you pretended you were one of the Hardy Boys. No, I had uh, I had long black <laughs> hair. Uh, I did want to be Jeff Hardy. Uh, Who the didn't? Swan, the Swanton Bomb was one of my finishing. Oh moves. yeah, the Hardy's Boys was in part of this too. That's when they really kind of blew up. ECW was in there. The end of WCW happened around that time. Yeah. So I mean, it was a that was a good era of wrestling. Yeah, that was my life for a while, man. For Dude, sure. Yeah, still to this day, I still love that shit. All right, Heather, what do we have in chat? Taylor Burton's number one is Kenobi. When Vader stops the ship with just one Force hand, effortlessly, didn't even phase him one bit. We haven't really seen a fraction of that kind of Force control in live action yet. I am biased because Vader is my number one character ever, but still blew me away. Especially the sound design in that scene. You could hear and feel the full power of the Force and the anger. All right, that's all for now. Dude, whenever Vader's mask broke and you could see his face underneath there, that was that was a scene, man. Yeah, like, sure. yeah I want that. Uh, I just want like a, a, a statue of that. You know? Dude, the way that's done in the comic book is phenomenal like that whole it's like an origin of vader like a whole like arc they did oh my god it it really that it didn't have to go as hard as it did but it did and we're all thankful for it absolutely billy's number one for food is toxic atomic curry kirby videos and anime hot is my favorite flavor and it allows you to breathe fire which i've always wanted to do (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 
Kirby's got the greatest ability of all time. If you put it in your mouth, you get its power. Uh, and uh, <laughs> love that video. Love that little pink video game character. Uh, Kirby's a badass, man. Deontay Lifter's number one is Spartacus. The whole series. I've yeah. I've heard Spartacus is great. Sure. It's I know it's a little sad because the actor had like cancer in the last mm-hmm. season he was oh, in or whatever. He had. I can't remember what it was a. F- type of blood cancer i think I yeah i know that he like wasted away near the end of the last season and you could just, tell he he's, yeah. he was still trying to play spartacus while he was slowly that was which, good, really passing away i i think if, uh, out of your two options letting him play the character while he's still alive is the better option obviously i just know that it's kind of hard to watch because you know like if you knew what was happening to him you could like mm-hmm. see it in the episodes andy whitfield i believe is who it was Space Boys number one is the entirety of everything, everywhere, all at once. Especially the fight scenes. I really haven't seen seen that that. yet either. I've heard so many good things about it. Me too. And and it's out on streaming now, so I literally have no reason why I haven't seen it yet. You know what I did just recently watch, though? The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, I've seen part of that. Oh, yeah. That's the one with um, Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it over the weekend. Man, was it good. I love that movie. It kind of it kind of tapers off at the end. The ending isn't as good as the rest of the film, but what do you what do you get? Uh, what do you expect? But the the whole movie's fun. I mean, Nick Cage sure. did it. That's had me that's and true. Nick Cage, to be honest. Do what? He had me and Nick Cage. <laughs> that's valid. I want to see his vampire movie. I do too. I've I've heard so Rick, many Rick good Renfield? things about it. Yeah, Renfield. Yeah. yeah. Rinf, Renfield. Yep. But it's not really about him though. It's about his assistant, is it right. not? The guy that plays yeah. Beast. Yeah. Yep. All right, Heather, what else we got in chat? Ben Stewart's number one is the newest episode of Attack on Titan, part of the three episode finale season. An hour long perfect anime songs and dialogue. The twist revealed the whole fucking episode went too hard. Well, I don't want to delve into spoiler territory on that because I really need to get caught up on Attack on Titan. (laughs) But uh, I'm really excited to see it, Ben. I I really, really am. Billy Rhodes' other number one is Life is Strange video game. Saving Kate from unaliving herself from the top of a building. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I never played Life is Strange. Landon, you familiar with that? Yeah, I'm going to have this one. Okay. Okay. So in this scene... Uh, the main character you play as has the ability to like reverse time by like a few minutes, but they've been using that power all day and it's wearing away at them. And by the time they get to the top of the building with Kate about to jump, they can't use it anymore. So oh, while man. you've been able to like reverse time all throughout the rest of the game, at this moment, you don't have it anymore because you're too worn out. So it really is. You have to make the right decisions or she dies. <laughs> That's that a, is uh that's stressful. That sounds like a stressful game. It's like that's... every ending of every Far Cry game. Oof. Make sure you save before you get to the ending. Because you're gonna get a chance to make more than one decision, and the wrong decision gets you dead. Yeah. Even though uh, you win, you're dead. Yeah, what about that new Turok movie they got coming out with Adam Driver? What do you guys think of that? Oh, that's at sixty five or something like that. Yeah, yeah sixty five, yeah. 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 it's a uh, new spin on dinosaurs that makes dinosaurs scary again is what they say yeah so it's gonna be interesting and it's adam driver he so i mean I he's know, he's uh 
He was a prior Marine, so I give him his props. Shivam Patel's number one is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Wanda. The Scarlet Witch was way extra. All that for kids killed the heroes of the other universe. I mean, yeah, she's nuts. The kids didn't exist. That's the craziest thing. Like, yeah. she made them. It's in her head. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all in her head. Just mm-hmm. go kill a whole other universe full of people for, you know, yep. kids that it, you created it, on your own. She created a bubble for her own self. Yeah. And it's like, why didn't, when she realized that the kids did exist, but they belonged to a whole other Wanda, why isn't she just like, oh, okay. Well, that that makes more in sense. her head, she couldn't. Yeah. I'm just she saying. She couldn't see that. It, it, it's yeah. great. Yeah. All right. What else we got? That's it. That's it. All right. My number one is uh, from Naruto Shippuden. Uh, the final fight between Naruto and Sasuke. Uh, it. It recaps. It's very similar to the fight at the end of Naruto where they fight each other. But in this fight, it goes hard like they level a mountain. It is nuts. This fight goes for like three episodes. It's crazy. It's awesome. It's so fun. It had my blood pumping. I love that fight. Uh, If you're not a Naruto fan, it's worth it just to get to this fight scene. Cool beans. All right. Well, for top five this week, uh, that concludes that. Next week, we will do top five fictional foods. Uh, so put your list together, and we will see you in the chat next week. <laughs>
big show, and we're turning over the reins to the females of Saturday Night Nerds. Nice. And they will be doing their in celebration of women's history month they're gonna give us their the women of of sci-fi of horror of whatever they feel like doing it's their show we're gonna let them run with it i think me and deontay are gonna be behind the scenes kind of doing what we do doing the little production thing and letting it roll man it's gonna be a good show i think well that's awesome dude it's saturday this saturday Yep. Nice. Same nice. bat channel, same bat time as always. Uh, seven p.m. Central, eight 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 p.m. on the east. So. And you guys are uh, Facebook, Twitch, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Instagram. Uh, there might be a TikTok out there. I don't know. I have. I mainly just deal with the Facebook and some Twitch. I have my own Instagram for my comic books and stuff. And... Yeah. So when we Ooh. went and watched uh, Ant-Man. In uh, YouTube, yep. YouTube. With Saturday Night Nerds. We actually were talking about the new Indiana Jones, Jones movie coming out. And how Comic-Con Klein and Saturday Night Nerds should all get together. And we stream all of us watching all the Indiana Jones movies in order. And then we all go see the new one together. So I would love that. We could I do... Do it like we did um, The Last of Us. Do a live stream. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. I think that's a great that'd be, idea. That'd be cool. So, Blake, we are... Movie. Yeah. We are um, t- a little over two weeks out from our Anime Con. Um, mm-hmm. Got some great guests coming. We got Adasa, the voice of Dolores from uh, Encanto. We've got uh, Rick Robertson, uh, the voice of Deborah from Dragon Ball Z. And we've got uh, Morgan Barry, the voice of many, many characters from many, many anime. Uh, so come see us uh, April 1st and 2nd at the Drury Conference Center. Um, also, in our panel room on Saturday, you will have the Saturday Night Nerds. They're doing their live show on stage. Um, it's going to be incredible. Um, and our number one guest, uh, Ben Stewart, will also be there helping out with uh, Anime Con, hanging out, um, talking trash, all of the best Ben things. Ante. And Wheel from Saturday Night Nerds for that. Okay. Nice. Sorry, okay. guys. My laptop about died, so I scrimmaged in to get my charger plugged up. Yeah. And then uh, this weekend, we should be making a pretty big announcement for uh, the next event yeah. we have coming out beyond that. Uh, so keep an eye on socials for that. Uh, Blake, you got anything else you want to tell the folks? Man, I don't. I think you just covered it all. I mean, we got the, that new event coming up in the Anime Con. Uh, yeah. And then. Uh, Shoot, what uh, what big movies are coming up? We we have some big movies still coming up. We got Shazam coming out Friday. Shazam, Shazam yep. two, Fury that's, of the Gods. That's definitely a movie. <laughs> uh, what what else is coming out? We have in the next thirty days or so. And there's there's another uh, let's see, it's like next few weeks. There's like still like a whole bunch of big movies coming out. Yeah. See Shazam. Yeah, Fury of the Gods. Um, yep. um trying to see I just googled it real quick, brought up IMDB for upcoming. Um nothing see, see there's Shazam. It Indiana Jones is coming up pretty soon here. I think Yeah, I'm looking yes. for that. Yeah, it's coming up. Oh the um, children of the new children of the corn. Ooh. Yeah. Um 
What's the next Marvel movie we're getting? Oh, John Wick, Chapter 4. I'm excited about that. I love the John Wick movies. Uh, next Marvel movie, Guardians uh, 3. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what I was yes. thinking. It should be Guardians yeah. 3. Later this year, is it not? Like uh, August? Have... July or August? Oh, Dungeons and Dragons comes out at the end of the month. Oh, dude, I can't oh, wait to I see, that. see that. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see that. Well, I think that uh, that's about us for the week, guys. Uh, we will see you next Wednesday. Uh, you guys check out Saturday Night Nerds, and uh, we'll catch you next time.